I was surrounded by alcoholics and drug addicts, including Fred, who arrived drunk and smelling like urine. Fred had fallen off the wagon again. Ah, Fred. Arnold, one of our Alcoholics Anonymous members, had just taken the microphone, and he said, I have decided to make this group my higher power. I'd heard that many times, people who chose AA as their higher power. But that night, glancing at Fred, I shook my head violently and rejected that idea. I chose God. The first few weeks I was a Christian were amazing. I felt so free from my past, and I felt God's love. I read and studied and asked a lot of questions about Jesus. I even began to sense that he was speaking to me, mostly when I read the Bible. It was awesome, but my craving for alcohol did not go away. I really wanted a drink, and old sins kept creeping back into my life. Lust, anger, and sin habits from a decade of alcoholic decadence kept knocking on my door, demanding to be let back into my life. It was so confusing. I knew I was forgiven. I thought I would be free from my past. Why was I thinking and doing what I hated, the very things I didn't want to do? Was it always going to be like this? The war in my head was raging. I was a mess, and I didn't know what to do to win the war and bring my mind to peace. This video will give you practical steps to take off old ungodly thoughts, attitudes, desires, and sins and put on Christ. Put on his character, his authority, and his victory over sin, self, and Satan. It's as easy as taking off your old dirty clothes and putting on new clean clothes once you know how. I was desperate for answers. My cravings were so bad that if I passed a vodka billboard on the freeway I drove to go to work, I would crave vodka all day. So I got off the freeway and took the local streets to get to work. The nights were the worst. That's when I used to get drunk every night. But what could I do to replace this burning desire for drink? I felt so weak, so powerless against this addiction and my raging thoughts, and I desperately didn't want to be like Fred. But what could I do? God's answer. I prayed God would deliver me from alcohol and the ungodly thoughts, desires, and sins of my past that kept breaking into my new present. I began reading the Bible. I studied books about the Bible late into the night, the time when I was usually drinking. I wasn't aware of the process Holy Spirit took me through at the time, but now I am. God's way of changing our thoughts, our attitudes, and our desires is to replace them with himself. My obsession with alcohol was replaced by my fascination with Jesus. God's word took the place of my desire to drink. There I found the peace and fulfillment that I was seeking. Holy Spirit led me from one powerful truth to another, and I actually began to feel God's love, his acceptance. And to me, that was a real big deal. And I became stronger, more able to resist temptation and the ungodly thoughts I struggled with. Jesus filled the emptiness in my heart that I used to try to fill with alcohol, and he wants to fill the emptiness in your heart too. Desires drive us to do what we do. Romans 13, 14, the ESV. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. All conscious human behavior is driven by desires. God made each of us with the same basic desires. Everyone wants approval, belonging, freedom, joy, justice, love, significance, recognition, security, peace, etc. The basic human desires. Philippians 2.13 NLT For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. 
God gives us desires, then gives us the ability to fulfill them through relationship with him. Psalm 37, 4, ESV. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. God loves to give us our heart desires. Romans 8, 32. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? And Philippians 4, 19, NIV. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. The key to understanding desires is this. God made us with desires that only he can fill. We were made to live in relationship with God. When we try to fill these desires ourselves, we get away from God and quickly get in trouble. Adam and Eve's sin was trying to fulfill their desire to be like God by themselves. They foolishly didn't realize that they were already like God. Their attempt to fulfill that desire themselves by eating the fruit which God had forbidden killed them. They died spiritually that day. See Genesis 3 for this story. Man has been trying to fulfill the desires of his heart by himself ever since. Selfishness, sin, and death are the result. Activation. Take off the old Jew and put on Christ. Ephesians 4, 21-24 in the New Living Translation. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, Throw off your old sinful nature and your old former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Taking off and putting on is a pattern that we see throughout the New Testament. But how do you do that? Well, it's as simple as changing clothes. There are three steps. Step one, take off your filthy old rags. Your filthy rags are the ungodly thoughts, desires, attitudes, and sin you've allowed into your life. You have a new nature and are a new creation in Christ, but the past still calls out to you. It tries to lure you back into your old ways of thinking and doing things. And the old ways, as Isaiah 64, 6 NIV says, are filthy rags. All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all of our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind, our sins sweep us away. Ask Holy Spirit to show you the filthy rags you're wearing. Holy Spirit is in you to lead you into the truth about God and about yourself. See John 4:17 and John 16:13. He will reveal the thoughts, attitudes, desires, and sins you need to take off. Repent. Ask God's forgiveness if you've sinned, and ask God to help you remove those thoughts, attitudes, and desires that keep coming into your mind. Step two, repentance is good, but you need more. Wash in the water of the word of God. The word of God is more powerful than we can grasp or even imagine. It cleanses us. It makes us holy. Jesus told his disciples, you're already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. John 15, 3, NIV. Ephesians 5, 25 to 27, NIV. Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. Find scripture that deal with the ungodly thoughts, attitudes, desires, and sin that you are struggling with. Find God's answers. Read these several times. Meditate on them. Let them wash over you. Let them cleanse you. Step three, put on Christ. Put on the character and the power of Jesus by putting on his thoughts, his attitudes, his desires, and his action. Declare scripture, God's answer to your problem, out loud. Write it down and memorize it so you'll have it 
when the thoughts, attitudes, or desires to sin attack. God's word will be your defense and your victory. James 1.21, New Living Translation. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. Take action steps to activate the word in your everyday life. James 1.22, New Living Translation. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. The daily process is as simple as taking off old, dirty clothes, taking a shower, and putting on fresh, clean clothes. And it's just as necessary. Get dressed spiritually every morning, every evening, during the day, whenever you need clean clothes. Don't wait for Satan to attack you before you defend yourself. He will attack you, but when you're least able to defend yourself, when you're busy, weak, tired, or otherwise just can't deal with him, that's when he attacks. He never fights fair. Strengthen yourself in the Lord. You know where you're weak. Cover the areas of your life where you need the most protection. Where you're weak, put on Christ, his strength. Become so strong in those areas that attacks bounce off you like a hard rain off a duck's back. As you take off the old you and put on Christ, you will become stronger and stronger in the Lord, and you will be someone who completes God's plan for your life. You will live a life above your problems. Not that you won't have them, but you will live a life above your problems and you will become an example to others. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for listening and thank you for doing the activation to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Romans 12.2, New Living Translation. Until next time, God bless.